Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Today is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and UMPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. When you fill out the Google Sheet, please let us know. Please try to fill out the Google Sheet. We'll give preference to the people who fill out the Google Sheet and the newcomers, please. Abhishek? Uh, hi, sir. Uh, I've submitted the Google form and I've submitted my question over there. One second, Abhishek. I'm just opening it. Thank you. Abhishek, your max out date is uh, uh, May, uh, May 19, 2023. I-140 is still processed and under POM. Last petition was valid. Uh, and my employer filed an extension from March 23 to 23rd. I received the receipt. As an employer filed and regular processing, we are not expected. So when did you file the POM application? Uh, August 2022. Uh, end of okay. like 28th of August. Okay, August. They are in June right now. Do you have a H4 EAD option? Nothing like that. If you don't have H4 Uh, EAD option, will your company cooperate if you leave the country? That is also another thing. But uh, right now, the only option for me is to leave the country or convert myself to a B1, B2 visa. Yeah, Um, those are the only options you have. Right. But I am uh, I'm planning to go on vacation around end of May or like uh, before the 19th of May. Vacation Um, uh, probably to India, like going to India for a month or two. They will coordinate okay. for that vacation time. Uh, the thing over here is, uh, what should what would be the optimum date or the best date before which I should leave? Because uh, considering the fact that they'll have to file leave an about, extension. Leave about three or four days out of the six years. Oh. So uh, probably around 12th or 13th or 14th of May, around that time. Yes, that's right. And okay. I'm... Uh, uh, sir, one sorry to uh, one more thing. I've been working uh, because my current petition was valid till the twenty second of March, and I've got a receipt notice. So I've been working on receipt. That is fine, right? That's perfectly um, uh, right. Next person, please. Oh, That's perfectly right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Shivani. Yeah. Yeah, Shivani, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we have um, my spouse has a AOS uh, EB three, and date is twenty fourteen. I used the AP to travel last year, mm-hmm. and. So my son will turn 21 this August. Can he do uh, IR5 if I have used AP? What is IR5? Immediate relative, family-based. To whom? He's immediate relative to whom? Hello, Shivani? For, my, for myself, for mom. Is he a U.S. citizen? Yeah, he is a U.S. citizen. Yeah, even if you use the advanced parole, he can file the 485 for you, ma'am. When he turns 21, yes. Okay, he can. I need not get back on H1, right? I have no, ma'am, H1. No, you don't need to. No, you need not. You need not. Once okay. the child turns 21, contact. If you want us, you can contact us. We'll take care of you. Okay? You okay. can be an advanced parole and still get the green card, ma'am. 
this is eba eba advance parole that's fine i know you you traveled okay. and your husband advance parole main applicant yeah. and once your son becomes 21 he's a us citizen he can file an i130 and 485 for you and get the green card you don't have to move to h1 or h4 next person please okay thank you baki hi uh, rahul sir thanks for taking my call you are in so, h1b my spouse in h4e ead is till june i'm planning to h1b transfer can my spouse continue using the ead in case my current employer revokes withdraws my current petition absolutely she can continue using the ead until june 2024 no problem even, with it even, even if, if they withdraw the i140 even if they withdraw the h1b the h4 as long as you are in h1b working for some other company you're in good shape next person please this kalmesh yeah uh hi sir thank you for you don't have active visa stamping your i797 with i94 okay yeah uh, so your online i94 and passport stamp admit date are expired already yeah okay when is your when is your i94 that is attached to the 797 expiring uh 2025 i still have two more years and when you go to canada how long yeah would you be staying in canada uh for five days sir are you going for stamping there to canada uh no no stamping you are automatic revalidation you can do so absolutely no problem sir yeah okay sir thank you next person please naveen hi rahul this is naveen day trading is perfectly all right if you don't have an employment authorization absolutely not a problem now i'm not telling you whether it's good a habit or bad habit okay that's a different issue but as far as the immigration is concerned you have no problem none whatsoever at all even if you don't have any idea also uh, sorry to interrupt rahul perfect but my only uh, little inquiry was if it's okay to do that with a prop firm what is a prop firm uh, a prop firm is where basically um you basically pay a company like let's say $100 a month and they say hey you can trade with our money and uh, you get to keep a certain profit and that's about it and i said well what about taxation purposes because that's what rung a bell in me and they said well we'll give you a w8 form which shows that you're an independent contractor and then i said okay well i need to ask this question to you basically then no that's not allowed that's not allowed okay next person please alok hey rahul sir good afternoon uh, sir i just have a question that i got my uh, ead and advance parole in eb2 and eb3 and uh, i and i'm going to start using eb3 advance parole going to india my only mm-hmm. concern is like you know that my advance parole is valid till october 2nd and mm-hmm. my daughter's marriage is in november 22nd and 23rd so mm-hmm. i'm applying for the renewal in may what effort should i make to make sure that i get my advance parole you know because my daughter's marriage is there so the uscis that's all you can do you have because to take them to court is, so once you file valid. it uh-huh. once you file it okay uh-huh. wait uh-huh. for 60 days and contact uh-huh. steven brown my team is going to give you the contact information of him uh-huh. you have to sue the uscis and you have to sue them at least 90 days before okay so that way i will get it sir that's right next person please. okay sir, sir just one last question can i ask sir right uh, sir uh, so i got my ead and advance parole in eb2 and eb3 
but my daughter got advanced parole only and EDN only in EB3. See, like USAI said, they have closed the application for in EB2. They have given mm -hmm. her in EB3. And uh, then you told me to reapply. I re reapplied again. And the same thing they did. They said, no, she already got it and she can use it. My only okay. concern is that she, her age is locked in EB2, not in EB3. So that's the only concern. And she has to go to India to attend her sister's marriage also. So she cannot just remain on F1. So can can she start using EB3, EAD and advanced parole, sir? Yeah, that doesn't mean that EB2 is invalid. She can. I don't see any problem. Yeah, there. 485 is valid, sir. They have not closed 485. They have just yeah, closed the EAD and advanced parole. She's good. She's good. Next so her, age is, so her age is still locked in EB2, right, sir? Yeah, next question. Yes, yes. This one? Yeah, hello, sir. Uh, I'm switching jobs. So my question is about the last day in the current company. Uh, the new company, they are asking to join the same day. So is it okay to do that like one day in both the companies? Can you avoid that one day? Yeah, I'm trying my best just that I want to come out with a good note and also trying to satisfy the new I employer. Try to avoid it for me, please. Don't, okay. don't, don't. Try to keep me in your drawing room, okay? Try to get rid of me. Next person, please. Disha? Uh, yeah, hi, sir. Um, so my H1B my H one B is approved with the council processing, and it's not activated yet. I do not have enough time for change of status amendment as I have an offer on employment. I'm currently working in F1 OPT. I'm switching my employment. Will I be able to cap exam? Now, technically, you're not counted towards H1B. Why would somebody go for the council processing? I just uh, actually, cannot figure it out. Yeah, actually, my employer did not inform me. I got to know recently. So my H-1B was act, uh, approved in October. Technically, you're not counted, ma'am, unless you do the change of status or get the stamping. Okay, so new employer cannot help me here with old... Uh, so I have... I, I would... Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. You are risking even if they help you because they can always revoke at a later date. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually, my employer had uh, committed in the mail that they committed this mistake of not informing me. So... They are uh, trying to help me in every possible way. And well, then this, let them let them file the change of status right now. Uh, yeah, but the problem is, I um, actually I'm getting released uh, from the opportunity, so they um, might have. Yeah, you may be out of luck, ma'am. Okay. Okay. okay, next person, please. Sarang. <clears throat> yeah, hi, uh, hi, Rahul sir. This is Sarang. Uh, uh, so I, I've been, uh, I'm trying to fill out DS-160 after long, after five, six years, um, since I'm traveling to India. So I have, I have seen that they're asking for all the email IDs and uh, social media accounts, all the personal email IDs. Like, do we need to provide all them? Because yes. a lot of, some of them, I have the uh, communication with the employers about uh, the payments and all stuff. So do we need to provide everything? Yes, you need to. Okay. okay. Even if Thank you have you. conversations with employers, what conversation mm -hmm. do you have? Like the rates and all that for the any opportunities and all that. So, so yeah. do they track all the details? Anything that goes on internet, they'll track it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Next person, please. You are the guys who are writing the program, guys. Sunil. Next, try to fill out the Google sheet my team is providing, guys. It'll become easier for us to answer. Good, Sunil. Uh, so EB3 I-140 uh, is applied and it's not under premium process. So uh, if I have that receipt number, can I uh, do the premium process? No, you cannot. No, yeah? you cannot. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Okay. Thank you. Naresh Kumar. Naresh Hi, uh, Kumar. 
Naresh. Good, Naresh. Yeah, hi. Uh, I was unable to unmute. So uh, right now I'm on H4 visa and my H4 is expiring in a couple of months. And I joined a master's program and I'm ready. I'm, I'm currently in second semester. So mm-hmm. uh, and my change of status from H, H4 to F1 is in pending. So my question is, can I stay legally after my H4, H4 expiry? Uh, while if a uh, change of status is pending. You can. You can. Okay. Uh, thank you. No, no, it does not. And uh, I was also uh, wondering what kind of questions uh, they ask. We normally, Mr. Mr. Bihari, what we recommend you to do is have a mock interview though. What Mm -hmm. I do, what I do is normally, uh, normally I give, I do a mock interview. See if it's required, if I recommend people. 70% 70% of the people I don't recommend. Uh, 70% mm-hmm. of the people I don't recommend. But 30% of the people I recommend people, hey, you know, you need to take a lawyer. Okay. okay. I have a mock interview. In the mock interview, what I will do is that I will give you all the questions they will ask. What are the things that in the videos? You'll be sitting on the right, in the, in the front two chairs. Will Your wife will be sitting on the left side or right side. I will direct all of those things. And then okay. I will go and ask if any of the problems that you may have and go through the information that you give it to me. Okay. Okay. I would recommend to have that one first. And then if it's required, then you can take a lawyer. Okay. So my colleague is going to send a link for appointment if you are interested in. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking for Monday. Uh, if you have available, I can book it. Yeah. There should be some appointments available on Monday. Next Sounds person. Please. Anna. Hello. Anna. Yeah, go ahead. Ma'am. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to check like how much time it's taking nowadays to get the H1B extension approval. I'm hearing it's taking more than six months. Yes. Okay. So my driving license is expiring in May. Um Do and premium I have process. Filed... Okay. Can I use 485 EAD to get the extension? Absolutely. Of yeah, you can. It doesn't mean okay. that you use the EAD for the for these purposes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Satish Venkat. Hey Rahul. Uh, with the dates retrogressing, right? You know, with EB F two A and uh, even uh, you know uh, all pretty much all categories now have a priority date, right? Uh, so what are the chances of uh, them moving forward? Right? You know, uh, there is no hope in this fiscal year, I guess, right? You can say that, yes, comfortably, I would say. Because typically what happens is every quarter they would see how many... I, I know, have. I know. what. Yeah, I kind of agree yeah. with you right now. So what's the solution? Yeah, just just use a EADAP if you have it, right? That's pretty much it. Until, <laughs> yeah, until, I would. Yeah. I would. Still, okay. You're going to stay here for a long time, buddy. You prefer yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's all. Thanks. Thanks, Rahul. Yep. Bina? Uh, hi, Mr. Red. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just have one question. I'm currently in the process for of uh, switching my employer. 
Um, and uh, if my new employer only files for my H1 transfer, I just wanted to know if I will be able to do my H4 dependence filing myself. And if I am doing that, do I need to wait until my H1 transfer approval comes in in order no. to file? No, you don't have to wait until the H1 approval. While the H1 is pending, you can do that. Uh, so I just only need the uh, the receipt notice number. That is right. But why why can't where, do you have a H four EAD or just only H uh, four? I uh, my wife currently has H four EAD. When is the EAD expiring? In two thousand twenty five July. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're not in a hurry to file H four right now. But if you you can file with the receipt notice also, because there, you're not in a hurry. It's two thousand twenty five. It's expiring. She can work on H4 and EAD. You can file somewhere in 2024 also for her. So for the time being, she can still stay legally here using my Absolutely current... Absolutely, she can. Okay, okay. Yeah, that answers it. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Prashant? Try to fill out the Google Sheet guides. If you are waiting for the list, please try to fill the Google Sheet. Good, Prashant. Hi, uh, am I audible? Yes, you are, Kavya. Okay, hi, hi Rahul. My husband's on H1B and we are currently living in Canada. He is working for a, a US company on H1B remotely and his H1B is expiring in September and he wants to file for an extension. Can he file for an extension staying in Canada? Does he have to be in US to file an extension? He cannot file the extension while he's staying in Canada. He can only do the consular processing. He can do the okay. consular processing extension, but you are on H4 here, is that right? Is that what you told me? No, he is on H1B. I, I have PR and I'm currently working normally in Canada. He works in he works for a US company, but he stays in Canada. He works remotely. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, he works remotely. Okay. He travels to US every three months. Uh, yeah, for he, can, he, can, he can he can extend it. He can extend it, but it's going to be a constant process. Okay. So if he stays while he applies for uh, the extension, if he stays the throughout the period, if he files for like a fast application, can he stay in US at that time? And would it be a normal processing? Yes, then it will be. It will not be constant processing. If he comes into United States, files extension, premium processing, he gets a seven nine seven. Yes, he can do that. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Danya. Thank you. Number eight two four four. Yeah. Hi. Um. I have a quick question. You know, we applied for EB one few times, and uh, we are meeting the criteria more than three criteria on the ten. We we are applying as a outstanding uh, researcher. Uh, we have publications and we are, you know, qualifying for three or four criteria at least. But every time the officer says, uh, you still have not achieved uh, highest in your profession. Is there any way to deal with that? Because we feel that our application is going to a same person or a similar it's kind better of officer. to have a consultation with a lawyer. I would recommend okay. to have it either with Rebecca Chen or Vanita Tivar from our office, though. Okay. Okay. So okay. because okay. Yeah. whether you meet the requirement or not, they are to judge. But yeah, maybe we have to put them in a different angle than the way that we are putting in. But maybe we are not eligible. We don't know. But it will be better to have it evaluated, though. I would say that they have been very liberal recently in approving the EB1 case. Okay. Next person, please. Number 9475-8584. Nalini? Uh, there is no one. Okay. Uh, 
Well, we'll wait. I'll wait until the time is over, even if somebody doesn't unmute everybody and see if somebody comes in. So, Rahul, yes. since I got a punch, let me ask you. Uh, I have been with my employer for 11 years, um, but still I got the interview uh, and my priority date is not current, uh, which is January 20. That's very normal. That's very normal nowadays. Yes, I was wondering why are they interviewing me? Uh, what? Because we don't, I mean, what if you're a criminal? What if you're not eligible for 485? You filed 485. They want to determine whether you're eligible or not. I don't know. Can I go ahead? Yes, go ahead. Last caller, please. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I have EB2 EAD, right? Once I get my EB3 I 140, um, if the dates get current, right? Like my priority date is 2013, April 2019. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So um, once I get my EB3 I140 approved and then I move out of this company, can I still apply with the for the same I want uh, 485, the same employer or the new employer? Or what if the, you already applied for 485s, right? Yeah, for EB2, yes. And I have that. So, so when the prior date becomes current, what are you going to do now? EB3. When uh, EB2 is very Ah, so, so you, do you have EB3 I-140 approval too? I have just applied, waiting for the approval. Yeah, if you have an I-140 approval with the current company, if you move on to a different company, you can use the EB3 or EB2 though. Okay. Yeah, if EB3 becomes current, I still have to apply 485, right? Yeah, you can file the 485J supplement with a different company. Even though you have a EB3 with your current company, you can. Okay, so I don't have to go through, uh, again, I will move the... No, you don't have to. Okay. Thank, you don't you. Have to. Thank you guys for coming. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at, tomorrow at, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Monday at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.